Arizona Dairy Queen on the hunt for missing red spoon statue. Okay. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. The owners of a Dairy Queen in Phoenix remain perplexed and slightly amused as to why someone would steal the giant red spoon that adorned their restaurant. That seems like a major construction flaw that got exploited in the most unpredictable way possible, basically. Especially when you factor in that their getaway vehicle was a motorcycle. Something like this was stolen and and left was taken away from the premises on a motorcycle. Seriously? <laughs> Alrighty. Hello, hello everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Showcase. This episode is for the week ending Sunday, April the 9th, 2023. My name is Don. Thanks so much for joining me. And with me also tonight is my good friend and colleague, Mr. AJ. How are we doing today? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Cool, cool. Awesome. Um, happy uh, Easter, right? This is uh, Easter weekend, I guess. Did you have any uh, exciting plans with the family? Oh, uh, yeah. Just gonna go off to a different city to have some dinner with family. It's gonna be nice. Cool, cool. Well, definitely a bon appetit and uh, safe travels after this uh, episode, I guess, is concluded here. Uh, but we have some we have some weird news headlines to get through tonight. So uh, let's go ahead and get ready to kick this puppy off. Oh, shoot. I almost forgot to turn on the, the sound effects there. Control, hit a button. We have the... We have the effects there? Almost. Crud. Uh, well, all right. Well, we'll, we'll get control on that uh, as we go along. But anyway, so we have, uh, we have some weird news headlines to get into tonight in a rather full docket, actually. So let's go ahead and get started properly with uh, this first order of business, which comes to us tonight from the Huffington Post. This is, uh, okay, here's something interesting. Giant spoon taken from Arizona Dairy Queen, which has been found. Thanks to Pokemon Go, amazingly. Mm. Um, this is, <laughs> this actually, let's see, a giant red spoon that was stolen from an Arizona Dairy Queen and sparked a mystery on social media was found last Monday morning, and it's partly thanks to Pokemon Go. Yeah, this is something that we covered on last week's show, um, very briefly. Here's a, okay, so Michael Foster, age 52, was playing the outdoor mobile game when he spotted the 15-foot spoon around 7 a.m. It was lying on the ground behind a fence that surrounds a Phoenix Middle School baseball field just three, two miles from the scene of the heist. Uh, so detectives are continuing to search for the suspects who took the spoon. Police are encouraging the public to submit any tips. And, oh yeah, school maintenance man came over and pushed it over the fence to Foster, who handed it to Phoenix police. So there you go. Mystery, uh, mystery solved there. Your first reaction to this, AJ? How did he find it using Pokemon Go? Was he like, was he out searching for one or? Yeah, a wild Dairy Queen spoon appeared, I guess is the context that would show up at the bottom of the screen in the in the app at that point, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just still a little bit blown away by the, the setup for this entire story. The thing that we covered last week where like they actually showed how it was kind of like bolted. You can see on the front of this spoon here, it was physically bolted into the ground. You can see like where a little part of it was sort of chipped off. I guess they sort of just sawed it off at the bottom and uh, yeah. cut off a little bit at the top as well in order to facilitate that. I don't know if this was like meant to send a message of some kind maybe or because if I remember right, the getaway vehicle was a motorcycle from the initial heist. So that was really bizarre. How do you put that on a motorcycle? I don't even I, – I was scratching my head about that last week too, man. I don't know. Anyway, I just want to go ahead and start off with that because it's um, cause it sort of comes in on the heels of something we recently covered previously. So 
Um, I thought we'd kick off with that. Anyway, let's move on to the next item on the docket, which is the Associated Press. Here we go. Oh, geez. Hang on. Ms. D says, went to the trouble to steal the spoons and just left it lying around someplace. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for watching and commenting, Ms. D. Um, let's move on. This is Associated Press. Officer Cottontail. Bunny joins police force for real. Um, are we a fan of Zootopia, AJ? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen the movie before. Yeah. Judy Hopps so, and the... Yeah, Fox exactly. Man. That's that's exactly where my brain went when I first saw this thing, uh, this headline. Let's see. So, meet Percy, the police rabbit... Uh, some some bunny, also known as Officer Ashley Carson, found a lost rabbit last year in the middle of Percy Avenue in Yuba City, California. Carson scurried back to the police station and handed the rabbit over to Animal Control, who could find neither hide nor hair of the bunny's family. Okay, look, it's way too early in the show for the, the, the cringe jokes. Come on, it's way too early. Way too early. In a hoppy ending, oh please, a police services analyst adopted the allegedly docile and friendly animal and named him Percy, the Yuba City Police Department, about 40 hopping miles north of Sacramento, announced the rabbit's promotion to the rank of wellness officer just days before Easter Sunday. The department wrote on Facebook Wednesday, quote, the officer Percy lounges at the police department during the day and is a support animal for all, and quote, the Easter Bunny could not be reached for comment. Case closed. So, I guess, uh, AJ, are you a dog person, a cat person, or a bunny person? Uh, I mean, for me, I'm a bit more of a dog person, plus, you know, I'm not gonna lie, he's Percy's cute and all, but you know, what happens when there's a crime scene and I need a I need an animal? What, what's Percy gonna do? Valid question. Um, Brain Spaz says, Officer Percy, very cute. <laughs> Hello, Brain Spaz, good to see you again too. Yeah, it's like when an emergency happens, like how much can you really expect an animal to do? This uh, an animal like this, uh, a rabbit to do? I mean, it, it doesn't really. They put a canine thing on it, which ha ha ha. I mean, come on. I know we're overthinking it right now, and it's all it's all fun and games, just like memeable stuff on the internet. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, let's 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 find Percy a home to go with the job. <laughs> I guess wellness officer, right? I think was the title that they uh, bestowed to the rabbit here. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Okay, cool. So uh, welcome to the force, uh, Officer Percy. Let's move on <laughs> uh, to the next item on the list here, which comes to us now from. Sky News. Um, oh, whatever. We'll just do this here for now. Okay. ChatGPT-powered Furby reveals toys plan to take over the world. Oh, okay. Oh, Brain Spaz says <laughs> Officer Percy can drop a trail of little balls to help locate the perp. Wow. <laughs> I guess. I mean, Possibly that that that's that's feasible, but I I don't I don't depending on the perp depending on the nature of the crime I don't know like probably just you get a pile of poop like I don't want to yeah. be in, I don't want to like be around that come on let's let's move on let's move on um let's see so ChatGPT powered Furby reveals toys plan to take over the world again this is coming to us from Sky News based out of the UK um that's a very creepy Furby face there AJ have you ever owned a Furby? Uh, I didn't, but my sisters did. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I never did. I totally missed out on that. I did have a Gigapet during this oh, era, yeah. but that was that was about it. Did they ever did, did was it ever creepy? The one that the that your sisters had? Oh, definitely. Mm. I knew they had evil intent. It was just exactly. 
The pointy-eared monstrosities were pitched as an interactive pet with none of the mess back in 1998 and used a combination of sensors and software to develop new behaviors over time. They could detect things like being picked up, being stroked and patted, and communicate Padded, I guess petted, yeah, and communicated with their comrades in their own alien language before eventually learning some English. It all sounds a bit AI, and now the true potential of Furby has threatened to be unleashed by a computer science student who hooked one up to ChatGPT. Dun dun dun! I wish I had the effects Whoa. for that. There you go, close enough. <laughs> uh, Jessica Card of the University of Vermont shared a clip of a brutally disembodied Furby shorn of everything but its eyes and beak, answering questions via OpenAI's popular chatbot. Uh, hmm, okay, let's see. Can we get this in a new window? Let's see if we can try to open that up here. I'm genuinely curious about this here. Okay, so this was post. This is why this is I owned a Kunzu. <laughs> um, whoops. Come on. Back to the beginning. Thank you. All right, so this was posted uh, via at Jessica, uh, sorry, at, at Jessica RD <laughs> on uh, Twitter here. Let's see what we got here. Hello there. It's so nice to meet you. I am Furby. What would you like to talk about? Was there a secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? I'm thinking about what you said. Um, okay. Almost done. That's just perfect. I don't. No, it's still playing. Huh? Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Uh, Hello there. Whoa, 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 whoa. So okay. <laughs> complete and total domination over humanity. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the science is in on this. Like, whoa, let's pump the brakes on all this AI kind of stuff. Brain spaz, there's yeah. uh, three question marks in a row. Exactly. I think, I don't even, I barely even know what to think about these kinds of things that we're still positioning as advancements. AJ, what do you think? I mean, I, I could look past the taking over the world and the, the creepy face if it didn't have a British accent. You know, like... Oh, that the accent right there is, is a giveaway. Yeah, it's pure supervillain. So, so then what would be a more palatable accent for these Furby things to use in the course of plotting to supersede humanity as, as do the dominant force on Earth? What would make I mean, that more palatable? <laughs> maybe if it's spoken <laughs> an Indian accent, or maybe if it spoke its little old alien, uh, alien language or something. Or, or, better yet, what if it sounded like Morgan Freeman? I could tolerate that a little more. <laughs> so, a, a ChatGPT-powered Furby plotting to take over the world, but it sounds like Morgan Freeman narrating exactly. everything. Like, Andy Dufresne was a tall glass of milk. Like, so that makes it better to... <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Brainspan says, you mean it was talking? I didn't hear it. Did the audio not come through right, AJ? Uh, I mean, I heard it. Hmm. 
Okay. Um, yeah, Brain Spaz, you may have audio issues on your side, but uh, anyway, you can rewind this part of the video, or as always, we have all of our sources and links in the description. Uh, well, sources, excuse me, not the links. We can't post the links down there anymore. But um, we do have the sources in the description on uh, YouTube or Facebook for this and all of our other topics that we discuss on these weird news episodes. So um, bear that in Oh, don't be, don't use sad face. Come on. <laughs> it's okay, Brain Spaz. We got you covered. But, um, but anyway... Yeah, so this is, this is, this is crazy. Um, Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and, and cuddly appearance and using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners until they have complete domination over humanity. Yeah, um, burn it. Burn, burn these things, I, I think is kind of like what needs to be. I, 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 I can't sign off on this. I just can't. I don't know why we're still... I really got to be honest, I don't know why we're still trying to go this far with AI. Like, AI has its use, it has its functions, it does have, like, play an important role, you know, in, like, helping humanity sort of, like, keep pace with things, you know, and get things done productively. I get that. But, like, there has to be a line. Shouldn't there be a line, AJ? There has to be a line. There always has to be a line. I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, let's um, let's let's move on to a different topic. But in the meantime, thank you at home for joining us uh, for this live weird news episode of Weekend Showcase. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscription bell or follow as the case may be. We're on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter and Kick. We're also introducing a new platform to our rotation this week. Uh, we're at kick.com, K-I-C-K dot com, whoops, slash Weekend Showcase. Uh, and you can check our feed out there as well. So if you're on Kick. You can hit us up there. Um, let's move on. Next item comes to us from the New York Post. Si oh, come on. Here we are. Sister swallows phone to win fight with brother needs two-hour surgery. Say what? Yeah. Um, what kind of fight justifies this? What's your first take on this, AJ, before we go on? Well, uh... Part of me expected an iPhone, but she swallowed an IKEA. She basically swallowed something that can survive an atomic bomb. I... Um, I'm not sure about the the manufacturer Kekadoa. It looks like a Nokia phone. It does. I, I think that's. I can't. I don't recognize that brand. It looks like Kekadoa is the name of the manufacturer there. But um, wow, that's yeah, survived stomach acid. Like a straight up candy bar style cell phone, I think is what this is called. Um, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. An 18 year old girl in India had to undergo yeah. emergency surgery after swallowing her cell phone during a fight with her brother. Uh, let's see. The brother and sister were reportedly quarreling over a Chinese made cell phone when the incensed teen decided to end their spat in a bizarre fashion by ingesting said mobile device. Um, okay, so I'm going to hold off on showing graphic images on the air here because this is uh, saying images below may be too graphic for some viewers. The doctor described how she started experiencing severe abdominal pain and persistent vomiting, prompting concerned family members to rush her to the, to the Jaya Arogya Hospital in the city of Gwalior. I think, that's, I think that's correct. Apologies if I'm pronouncing any of that wrong. I'm kind of sure I am. Let me go ahead and uh, scroll down a little bit past this here. There's some photos in this thing of... Uh, open surgery open uh, stomach surgery here and just manually pulling out the phone here um here we are all right we're past it now upon arrival surgeons ran a battery of tests on the teen including a ct scan x-ray and ultrasound 
fortunately, after a grueling two-hour operation, the team managed to retrieve the phone from the patient's body. So there you go. Ms. D says, what kind of throat does she have to be, to be able to swallow a cell phone? I struggle with vitamins. Wow. Um, wow, Ms. D. I mean, that's, uh, that's a valid question. I don't know what else to, I don't know how else to sort of look at this. I mean, if you just look at the, the size of this thing and sort of run a comparison, but this is obviously, this is one of those little like trays that hospitals would use to sort of like, to take out like, you know, um, shrapnel, you know, for like, um, explosion victims, you know, or something like that, you know, yeah. that's where they were collected. And we've seen these things in the movies. So have that in your mind. When you look at the size of this phone that went down someone's throat, like, wow. I, I, I don't know. Like, this is the sort of thing that I couldn't see anyone doing, like, having lost a bet. This is someone, like, having chosen to do that. Good grief. Um, any last words on this, uh, AJ? Or I guess do we sort of move on I at mean, this point? I've had fights with my sisters. I mean, it's resulted in, like, physical altercations. But, I mean, swallowing a phone, especially if you're 18, is just ridiculous. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree with you there, man. Um, but anyway, uh, hopefully she managed to get through uh, the recovery process okay. Um, but we gotta, we gotta move on uh, to the next item on the docket here, which, as we proceed through our roster here, there's this one and then five more before the end of the show this week. Uh, this is also from New York Post. I bottled my sweat as perfume. Men say my body odor is sexy and enticing. No way. Um, there's a video attached to this. Okay. This is definitely Belle Delphine vibes. <laughs> is this a perfume commercial? Is this I a straight-up commercial for what this is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it? <laughs> Wow. Okay, whatever. Um, so, Vanessa Mora, age 29, wanted to concoct a unique scent to attract men. After her ex and her current beau praised her natural aroma as sexy and enticing, she was in exciting, excuse me, she was inspired to bottle and sell it. She told NudePR.com, quote, in addition to the fruity notes of mandarin orange, bergamot, and pink pepper, my perfume has a special super intimate touch, my sweat. It's a mixture of passion and mystery. I don't like that. I'm just going to end the quote there. I'm going to end the quote there. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, say again, AJ. I'm sorry. I said I don't like that. No. Yeah. I, I. In each bottle, she mixed eight milliliters of her sweat, marketing it as the ideal perfume for dating. Um, Morris said her devout followers agree, claiming one fan praised the product for fulfilling what it promises. Well, they're devout, so they're not really going to be that quick to say hey this is a bad idea why are you trying to sell this under these yeah. pretenses like what okay the unidentified wearer claimed she offered one sniff in the neck and had men falling at her feet her co-worker reportedly fell in love with her almost immediately requesting a second date less than two days after the first Ooh, somebody call hr brain spaz says no just no <laughs> wow uh aj what you, does this does this sound like anything that like could be feasible like at all ever no. like no I, I no like I, I i'm talking to a girl right now and I, I just gotta say if i found out she did something like this i mean i i don't know 
<laughs> I mean, obviously I wouldn't speak to her anymore, but also, you know, I would just be thinking to myself, like, I I don't think I'm ever going to date again or something. Oof. Wow. Um, well, I guess it's a good thing that she's not doing that, correct? Very true. Very okay. True. All right. And we're going to leave her name out of this joke of for the interest in the interest of anonymity and obviously preserving AJ's dating life. Uh, let's move on. The sweat swented <laughs> fragrance is sickeningly reminiscent of the TikTok trend vabbing using vaginal fluid as perfume that swept the app last year. Oh my god. Vabbing. I've never heard of this. A AJ Wow, AJ, you're looking away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh my god. Okay. I've never heard of this before. Vabbing is this Okay, ladies. Ladies, if you're watching, don't do this. Don't do this. Uh, this is like, worse than that uh that cheese that I've been seeing on TikTok recently. Oh yeah. I I'm afraid to ask this question. What cheese have you been seeing? It's made, let's just say it's made of the same stuff as the perfume. No! Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, so thank you for joining us, those of you watching who have not uh, basically run to the bathroom to vomit. At, at this time and uh thank you for hitting the like button and subscription bell and uh following on your platform of choice whatever if you have any weird news headlines game stream ideas or dad jokes to suggest you can use the contact form on our link tree page scrolling at the bottom of the screen are you okay aj are you okay <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm definitely all right wow um yeah, so Linktree page, scrolling at the bottom of the screen, and as always, if you're with us live, continue to drop us a line in the live chat, and we just might read it off on the air. I yeah, I, I might have nightmares um, <laughs> after that last one, man. I I don't I I don't have nightmares often, uh, but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. Anyway, uh, Brain Spaz says words fail me on. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, next item on the docket here is from, where is it, where is it? Here it is. So this is New York Post once again. Oh, geez. What now? <laughs> like this, uh, yeah, the Post is kind of uh, hitting us hard with crazy stuff this week. I sleep in a dog crate. It's not a fetish, it's therapy. <laughs> what in the world? Okay. So a woman who claims that she likes to sleep in a dog kennel which she views as a safe space from environmental triggers uh, has divided viewers on tiktok clips of her unorthodox hideaway are currently amassing thousands of views as commenters debate the benefits of being crate bound leah parker age 21 told needtoknow.co.uk quote i do use it daily and it's also nice to hang out in sometimes and quote the uh, the u.s gal often shares clips of her doggy domicile with her over 112,000 followers on TikTok. In one clip with nearly 800,000 views, the influencer takes viewers on a Cribs-style tour of the confined crate, must be a really short clip, which she's decorated with blankets, teddy bears, and stickers to make it feel like home. Um, yes. Here it is. Wow. Okay, there's the... Wow, there's the crate. She's giving me Hello Kitty Girl vibes. I don't like it. 
I mean, it's to each their own, but at the same time, I what kind of I don't know what kind of lifestyle or like what kind of like previous life experience one would have had to actually view this as like a calming sort of like serenity sort of moment. I almost put this in the same sort of category as uh, ASMR content. Do you ever listen to ASMR videos, uh, AJ? Uh, I've heard a few of them. Yeah, where it's like, for those who don't know, they're basically these weird sort of sound effect-y kind of videos where like, for example, you um, you would have uh, some random thing directly held in front of the, the microphone and you just make sounds, just random sounds directly into the mic for like minutes on end and it has a weird sort of calming effect or whatever on the listener. I never really understood that. It just sounds like annoying mess to me. I don't know. Uh, Brain Spaz mm. says, oh, she was serious about therapy? Take control. Maybe not a laugh. Weird, but funny, right? Valid point. Valid point, Brain Spaz. I mean, um, we all got our therapies, you know. Mine is skateboarding. For her, it's the doggy Sitting doggy in style. a yeah, uh, Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> no, no! Just no, living like a dog. Is funny. Is, no, no, no! Well, I mean, it's not. I, I, I know what you mean, but let's be yeah. careful with our word choice here. We don't know the nature of, of like what sort of um, provoked this. So that um, is true. That's basically all that we it's, can, I guess, say about that here. Um, yeah. Well, weird. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, she said, "Okay." She says, "Quote: I love my safe space. I love that it's in its own room, and so it feels totally disconnected from the rest of my life and anything I associate with triggers or stressors." Um, and she says she's uh, even spoken to multiple therapists and a psychiatrist who all loved and supported the idea. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, she also says some detractors even accused her of trying to live out some sort of BDSM fantasy. She said, "Quote: oh, I knew most people." Well, I knew most people wouldn't understand or think it was weird. People like to hate and judge what they don't understand, and people on the internet are quick to make assumptions, end quote. I mean, it is a little bit different, um, and to each their own, whatever you need to do, I guess, so long as it's not hurting others, you know, to sort of help you cope. Um, I guess that's basically all that can be said about this, pretty much. Um, AJ, any last final words on this before we move on? I mean, I... I can kind of slightly agree with people saying, you know, that it looks claustrophobic. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't imagine, like, okay, the cage itself looks pretty big, so it's got to be like a like a German Shepherd type deal or something. But at the okay. same time, you know, I just, I don't personally see how it's comfortable to yeah. be in it. It's just... Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm not claustrophobic, but then, like, this isn't something that I would feel the need to do personally. So, I don't know. Like, this is... Okay, more power to her, I suppose. Miss D says, that for a safe space, hope she doesn't always need it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, hope, hope, uh, hope this continues to work well in her favor, I guess. So far, it seems to. But let's move on uh, to the next item on the docket here, which comes to us from Fox News. Uber driver donates kidney to writer he met nearly three years ago. <laughs> Says, God must have put you in my car. Wow. Um, let's see. An Uber driver donated his kidney after hearing one of his passengers was in need of an organ transplant nearly three years ago. 
And now the pair are looking back at their chance meeting as a moment of divine intervention. Tim Letts, age 33, and William Sumiel, Sumiel? Sumiel Jr., age 73, uh, joined Fox and Friends on Friday, April 7, to discuss the car ride that changed both their lives. The pair were both living in New Jersey in October 2021, when Sumiel's arranged ride from the vascular center, he was receiving dialysis treatment, which was located in Vineland, a city in Cumberland County. Vineland or Vinland? I'm not sure. Um, so, let's see. The vascular center is about a 40-minute ride from his home in Salem, New Jersey. So, yeah, at the time, Sumail disclosed the challenges he faced with dialysis and that he was on a kidney transplant list. Eventually, Letts said he was in good health and could be a potential match, according to Sumail. There's your there's your photograph. Oh. Oh. Whoa. I think that was the wrong one. That, that was the wrong one. That was the wrong was, one. Troll, what happened there? Can we get a different one? Going once, going twice. Okay. Apologies for the incorrect sound effect there, but uh, anyway, this is this is positive news. Um, yeah. I'm glad to see that he managed to able to actually pull through and finally get off that transplant list. There's a lot of people that just frankly don't make it long enough to actually receive the the, the organs and you know treatment that they need um, to live a happy and fulfilled life. So this is this has a happy ending, um, and at least I'm glad to see this uh, actually work itself out well. Um, AJ, uh, final thoughts, and we can move on. Okay. Uh, well, first off, I've never seen a man look so happy. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I've had uh, family members that have had to, you know, get the whole kidney thing. So, I mean, to see, like, uh, to take an Uber and then, you know, get that kidney just like that is pretty, it's actually pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is a nice uh, little palate cleanser i guess from the some of the crazy stuff that we've been seeing uh this this and the 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 safe space thing um the uh the, the one where the girl needed to sort of like find a treatment plan that worked for her you know as long as you're yeah. able to here again as long as you're able to find a happy ending that works for yourself or like some sort of a resolution that doesn't hurt others like it seems like these days like it there's just so much going on and it's so easy to to for to, to get swept up in other people's issues basically you know solutions are good to find so yeah like um, i'm glad this is so wholesome and it's not hurting somebody <laughs> it's not hurting anyone yeah. like the uh, like the perfume um yeah let's let's not talk about the perfume anymore let's let's not talk about that anymore and uh, ma matter of fact let's continue to move on to another right. topic we have uh, three more to go here before the end of tonight's show here um a brain spaz says oh control really you're forgiven those stuff happens well there you go you get there's your mulligan uh control if you're uh, still listening here um so there you go thanks for that brain spaz let's move on this next one comes to us from huffington post rough day for man driving stolen school bus with dead deer inside the deer uh, okay, a man in York County, Pennsylvania was arrested Tuesday morning after allegedly leading officers on two separate vehicle chases in two counties. It all began early on Tuesday after Pennsylvania state troopers stopped a BMW with a Florida plate and questioned the driver, Tony Saunders. Local station WGAL reported that troopers said they could see items in the car Saunders was driving that appeared to be from a nearby convenience store where a theft had been reported. However, Saunders reportedly told police he got the items at a junkyard. There was also reportedly a dog in the vehicle and a dead deer in the trunk. Um, we do not have a photograph attached to this, unfortunately. But um, 
Okay, I guess there you go. Your first reaction to this headline, um, AJ. I'm not surprised. I mean, th this came straight out of Florida. Like, uh, how many times do I have to say it? Anytime you see Florida, you know it's going to be wild. You're not wrong. Um, you're absolutely not wrong. Yeah, this thing. So there's a link to the page on uh, WGAL's website here. There's, they actually have a breakdown of both chases here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so the first chase ended in the in a forest. The guy ran on foot, basically, and then stole... Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, let's see. Yeah, here it is. So this is during the second chase. Uh, police... Uh, da -da -da. Okay, so Saunders admitted to taking the bus after crashing a BMW. According to police, Saunders told him he had put a dead deer in the back of the bus and was taking it to his home to use as fertilizer for his garden. And that's, yeah, that's all that this thing says there as well. Court records indicate Saunders was unable to post bail and remains at York County Prison. There you go. Saunders, I guess, is the, that's the name of the, the, the suspect here. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, any other? Oh, Brainspat says, didn't know they had deer in Florida. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the response to that is what don't they have in Florida, I suppose. Sane people. Control, do we have there you go. I was I was hoping for a rim shot, but that's also acceptable. We can we can use the canned laughter there. Okay. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the next item on the docket here, uh, which comes to us from Metro, metro.co.uk. Whoops, come on, here we are. Mo woman breaks record for world's wildest wig that measures eight feet across. <sighs> Whatever. Here we are. Okay, so this is eight feet of wig. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm utterly speechless here. Like I can't imagine. You can't even get through a door without like going totally sideways to like, and then sort of like inching through. Presuming you have enough clearance above your head to fit under the frame, and then if there are no corners on either side of the door, to have to sort of like, like sort of wiggle your way th around basically. Although then again, it is hair. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Brainspaz says why. <laughs> AJ, what do you got? I just gotta know, like, who needs that much hair? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is, this is, I mean, don't, this is, this seems like way too much hair for one person. This is, yeah. whatever, whatever one would, whatever motivation one would have for wearing a wig, like, there's, there's a clear line that's like, it's subtle, but it's implied and it's there. There is such a thing as too much hair. Um, Brainspaz in the YouTube comments feed says, not only who needs it, it's ugly. Ouch. Brainspaz making their thoughts known on this particular, uh, uh, I guess we can call this a fashion statement. Um, <laughs> let's see. Guinness World Records granted the title of world's widest wig to a fake mop made by Danny Reynolds, measuring a whopping 8 feet 6 inches across. As Reynolds' hairpiece comfortably tops the previous record set by U.S. actress Drew Barrymore during a 2017 appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon by over a foot. Constructing the massive mop took Ms. Reynolds and fellow artist Meg Wilson more than two months, with materials costing the pair upwards of $4,000 Australian, which I guess it says that's 2,172 pounds. I believe that's what that symbol is. Yeah. So... 
Okay, so in addition to the fake hair matched to Ms. Reynolds' own, the underlying support structure was made from a bike helmet, PVC pipe, pool noodles, cable ties, and aluminum rods. Good luck getting through, like, airport security, like, you know, the TSA checkpoints with that. Um, yeah. To say nothing of the rest of the, the actual plane. Um, she explained the hardest part of construction was... I mean, at least it floats. It's... <laughs> um, yeah. She explained the hardest part of construction was ensuring the wig was well enough balanced and not too heavy to actually wear on her head as per the requirements for the record. A clip shared on Guinness World Records' Instagram page shows the wig being lowered onto Ms. Reynolds' head using what appears to be an improvised crane. Wow. Okay. Um, let's see. There you go. Well, um, any final thoughts on this, uh, AJ, before we uh, move on from this? Her hair looks like J. Jonah Jameson's mustache. Aha! <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and file that. I'm going to file that under, now that it's been seen, I can't unsee it. I now can't unsee this as being on the front of J.K. Simmons's face. I, I totally see that yeah. now. Except without the the pink bows on either side, I don't think he would wear that in those Spider-Man movies. I, I really, uh, oh, I don't no. think. Uh, yeah, that that would look really weird, like having those these really tiny pink bows while he's going, "I'll get you, Spider-Man," or something like that. I don't know. That's the best impression I can do there. It doesn't work because I don't have a cigar, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's good. That's what it is. Why? Thank you. I've been not practicing. Um. Anyway, let's move on. We have one more to go here before the top of the show here, or at least before we have to start winding it down. We're going to have an early show, it looks like. Uh, Nine News, this comes to us from Australia, it looks like, judging by the domain, ninenews.com.au. This chicken has four legs. Queensland no. owner says the, bird, says the bird was bullied by others. Whoa. 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 Uh, yeah, that is a four-legged chicken. Um. <laughs> so, I'm a little speechless just from this. I, I don't need, I don't think even Colonel Sanders would want a piece of this thing. Um, I, I don't even, <sighs> I don't even. A four-legged hen has found a new home after it was relentlessly bullied by its peers at a Queensland home. The young chook, born with four legs, was set up by other hens at its home in Kairi in Queensland's far north. Um, owner Jess Leeming said in a Facebook post, quote, she has a large sore where the end of her spine has been pecked. That's harsh. Wow. Mm -hmm. I think her days are limited unless someone with experience takes over, end quote. She wrote the extra legs dangle out the back but don't seem to bother the chicken. Wow. Uh, Miss D says, poor thing. Yeah, exactly. While chickens born with four legs are exceedingly rare, they are not unheard of. This chook likely has a case of polymelia, a genetic birth defect that results in additional limbs. Often additional limbs are shrunken or deformed, but the condition is not something that needs to be treated. Chickens with polymelia usually live normal, healthy lives. It also occurs in humans in very rare instances. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. AJ, what would you do with two extra legs? Uh, I'd go back to running high school track. Really? Yeah. As a four-legged sprinter, that's that's what you would do with that? Well, most definitely. I'd okay. be the fastest okay. one on the team, too. Mm. You don't think that would be an unfair competitive advantage? Not if it's natural. 
You know, I don't well, control, I don't control how I was born. I mean, that's true, but I guess all right, maybe I should have been more clear. I guess I was thinking in terms of like if you could like have an extra two legs like now instead of just retroactively like this is something that you were born with. Because yeah, you're right. Uh... You can't choose the circumstances of your birth, but if you're gonna go ahead and arbitrarily add that into your genetic code now at this point in your life, you know, it's like yeah, that's gonna be an unfair advantage, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. I mean, sorry, you don't have to sound so deflated about it. I don't mean to, like, burst your <laughs> bubble there. It's just, you know. No, no you're is, fine. It is. I mean, you know, uh, Ms. D says, glad it has a home. Yeah, um, me too. It's 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 one of those things that, you know, ugh, you know, every so often I hear about and read about instances where, you know, animals sort of pick up unfortunately human characteristics among them in this circumstance i guess we can sort of follow it under the bullying sort of thing prejudice you know these are these are things that we don't really hear about happening too much um in in terms of animals at the very least animal behavior sort of exhibiting something that can be considered bullying you know clearly it was here but um i guess it's safe to say that this has a reasonably happy ending and this chicken has a new owner so there you go i guess um cool so let's go ahead and uh move this along to i guess we're coming up to the end of the the sort of rotation here that's all the topics that we had uh set up for tonight for this particular episode of weird news um aj what was your favorite tonight uh i i think we all know what my favorite was well for those who joined us late would you want to do the honors of explaining what it was Ah, yes. Uh, the perfume made from a model's sweat. It's interesting. It's ridiculous. It's completely unorthodox and unnecessary. And it had me cracking up throughout the majority of this show. Not gonna lie, this traumatized me a little bit. It's not my most favorite story of the week, but I'll give you that. I did ask you, and that's just the answer that that was. So fair enough. I'll give you that. Um, it sounds like this thing is trying to play. Yep, it is. I did not select play. I don't know. Did this thing overpower my voice just now? Uh, a little bit. A little bit? Okay, well, hopefully not too much. Anyway. I was, I was saying that it kind of traumatized me a little bit, but I'm glad you had you got, were able to get a favorite out of it because this was not my favorite. I'm going to say my favorite topic of the week was probably going to be... Um, it's probably going to be the, the Officer Cottontail thing. It's probably just because of just how like uh, simplistic and, you know, um, you know, like timely. Obviously, it's Easter weekend, you know. It's, it's just an amusing yeah. little thing, basically. Like, this is, this is something... This little image could be like, a, a, like an Xbox gamer tag you know, um, profile pic, you know what I'm saying? Or like a yeah. Twitter profile image or something like that. That's where this, that's where an image like this ultimately belongs. But, plus um, it has bad puns. Lots of Excuse them. me? I said, plus it has like a lot of, um, bad puns in it. Oh yeah, that's true. We, they, yeah, this story had uh, a lot of puns in it. Uh, it was very punny and full yes. of punishment. But anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, and let's see. Brainspaz says the kidney donor was a feel-good story. Yeah, I agree with you there, Brainspaz. Um, what about uh, the rest of you watching? Uh, what about what was your favorite uh, story of the week? Shoot us a comment at the bottom of this video uh, to go ahead and weigh in on the conversation. 
And don't forget to hit us up on our Linktree page. It's always scrolling at the bottom of the screen. We have a contact form right there for you. If you come across any weird news headlines that uh, you think we should be discussing on this show on Sunday nights. But remember, we don't cover politics and we don't do things that are religious in nature. Um, so please make sure that you have that in mind when you're submitting topics to us. Um, anyway, so that basically is going to be it for the topic conversations, which means it's time for the part of the show now where we have to provide a proper wrap up with dad joke of the day. Are we ready for this? Of course. Thanks control. Thanks control. You're already on thin ice control, but you're going to give me an, Oh my God. All right. That's fine. All right. All right. So let's see. I'm messing with you control. Okay. So let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to find a good one here. Okay, here we are. Here's here's one. Anyone looking to buy a DeLorean? Good shape, good mileage, only driven from time to time. Ha <laughs> Back to the future. Exactly. There you go. It's only it's barely got any miles on it. It's it's uh it's it's there it's very, you know, good shape, good mileage, you know, just from time to time, that's all, you know. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Sure, sure, yeah. Anyway, let me do one more. Let me do one more. Um, let's see. During, d- here we go. Mm, no, 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 probably not that one. Well, all right, I'll try it anyway. Sorry. During my calculus test, I had to sit between identical twins. It was hard to differentiate between them. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was a that was that was a thinker. That was a that was a see. The best jokes are the ones that need to be, uh, like, really carefully considered to sort of, yeah. like, trigger the the pity laugh because, holy crap, I can't believe he actually said that. Yeah. <laughs> Is actually... All right, all right, all right. Last one, last one. Let me land on a positive note. Let me end on a, on a better note. Uh, even though this is technically our third dad joke of the day, but whatever. Um, let's see. Okay, here we are. How about this? Um... I have mm, no. Uh, darn it! Probably not that one. Sorry. All right, here we are. Watch this. A buddy asked how many fish I caught. I told him it's not polite to fish and tell. I don't get it. Nothing. AJ, it was just a little no. like it's just it's just wordplay. That's all. Like it. Uh, like I was saying, drop a comment down below to continue the convo. Uh, visit us at Weekend Showcase on all major social media platforms, including TikTok and now Kick. Uh, Kick. We're now on uh, kick.com slash Weekend Showcase for these uh, weekly streams as well. Or visit us at Linktree slash Weekend Showcase, like in the description, to see all of our content in one place. Um, we have another game stream coming up on our next episode, which is this coming Friday at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Um, AJ, any final thoughts or anything to plug? Uh, nothing I've got. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, uh, everyone, I hope you had a happy and safe Easter weekend. Thanks so much for watching, and um, my name is Don. With me tonight was... AJ. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.